Well, the second half of the MLB season is right around the corner starting this weekend. What can we expect from the Kansas City Royals, who are having a not-so-great time in the first half of the season after a great, great April? They're struggling a bit since then, to say the least. How can they salvage this season? Is there anything they can do to salvage this season is what we're going to ask on today's show. Also, the trade deadline's coming up. Is the trade deadline an option for the Kansas City Royals? All that and more coming up on the Locked On Royals podcast. You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Royals. You can also email the show, LockedOnRoyals at gmail.com. And you can even call into the show for 05-362-7128. On today's show, brought to you by the Locked On MLB Podcast Prospects Podcast. We're going to dive into the second half of this season, what the Royals need to do to make this a salvageable season. Can they even make it a salvageable season? And talk more about the trade deadline that is right around the corner, just a few weeks away now from the MLB trade deadline. Always a fun day in the baseball world as teams ramp up their roster for the postseason chase. But again, this show is brought to you by the Locked On MLB Podcast Prospects Podcast, hosted by Aaron Layton of JustBaseball.com and at uh, Locked On Marlins as well. He hosts the Locked On MLB Prospects Podcast. I will never not stumble over the MLB Podcast. See what I mean? I I just, I give up. You know what I mean? Locked On MLB Prospects Podcast. There it is. Uh, Every day, talking prospects. Important time to jump in on that podcast right now as the Royals just signed their draft class from this past weekend. Uh, Hear what Aaron thinks about that draft class and how it bolsters up the future of this Royals farm system and how far or close those guys are to reaching the major leagues. Especially for a team like the Royals, who needs some help, to say the least. Now, With this show, let's talk about the second half of the season. We know that the first half was abysmal. It was a hell of an April. If you go back and listen to the April podcast and then listen to a podcast from the last couple of weeks, it's jarring, the differences in tone and in um, content and in reviewing of of the games. Because in April, this ball club was a fun and good ball club. Since April, they've been atrocious. They've been on pace for the worst record of all time since April. We've taken out that April stretch. And I'm not sure what to do about it. I'm not sure what they can do about it. Uh, but one thing's for sure, they don't seem to care. I mean, the, the intensity on the field is not there. Um, the intensity 
from the ownership and Dayton Moore's not there. And the intensity from the fans, honestly, is not there. And fans have just accepted, hey, this is what this organization is. It's a losing culture, a losing organization. This organization sucks. If you point out that it sucks, you're the problem and you're negative. And honestly, I just expected better from a fan base in Kansas City uh, that's supposed to be a very smart, intelligent sports fan base uh, to demand more from their organization than two fluky World Series runs in 25 years of losing. But if that's all it takes to satisfy you, then the Royals are going to be on pace to do 30 more years of losing before their next World Series again, and they'll satisfy you all over again. Uh, But I thought that the expectations would be more than that. The expectations for this season coming into it was going to be third place. Can you finish third place in this division? That um, That would have been the bar. That would have been perfectly fine. And then you ramp up. For 2022, a year that Dayton Moore and even the Royal Mouthpieces that you hear all the time on the radio and uh, through written content, they hype up 2022. Uh, That's going to be the year. And that's great to say when you're signing Carlos Santana and Michael A. Taylor and training for Benatendi and you have that hot April. You have all these young pitching prospects. That's great to say. But after an atrocious May, June, July, and after seeing a lot of those pitching prospects not pan out yet, they still have time to pan out, but just not yet. And after seeing on the upcoming docket how you might trade away Danny Duffy and trade away Whit Merrifield, it's tough to continue to sell 2022 when this team is this bad. When this team is not even close to competitive. When this team is worse than the Detroit Tigers. When this team is worse than the Twins, who started out abysmal. When this team is 20 games back of first place and 15 back of a wild card spot, it, it's tough to sell you that, that they can make up 15 games in one offseason for, for a franchise that does not spend money, that does not go make huge splashes, that does not go revamp their roster head over heels in one offseason. It's a tough sell now. So this pipe dream of 2022 that Dayton Moore's been trying to push since the rebuild began... It's now just that, a pipe dream. It's now not that obtainable. Now, yes, the, the postseason will expand, I think, and so then you'll go from 15 games back to about five games back of the playoffs with expanded postseason. But you're still not going to make it in 2022. And then Benatendi's a free agent. Are you going to sign Benatendi? We'll see. Salvador Perez is now, at that point, two years older. This team is in a tough spot to see how they maneuver will be interesting. But again, there's no pressure on them to win. The fan base doesn't care. The players don't care. Management doesn't care. Dayton Moore doesn't care. Nobody cares. We're on to Mahomes. We're on to the Chiefs. We're on to football season already today without the Chiefs even stepping on the training camp field yet. It's been that way the entire season besides April. But you look at those special games, opening day, the April stretch, the 4th of July weekend, whenever the K comes alive, and you just can't help but want that more and want that to happen more routinely than twice every 30 years. But this clip, it'll be twice every 30 years, and if you ever point out how flawed the organization is, then you are the problem and not the flawed organization. If that's how you want to do things, if you prefer the mouthpieces that just push crap upon you, we can do that too. It's no problem. 
I don't have to do that because the Royals are not cutting my checks and I don't really care about getting into coverage of the Royals uh, media department. I mean, they've already kind of docked that. So I don't have to do that the way that other people do. But if that's all you want to hear, that's fine too. These are just the facts. They're a bad ball club. I don't know what you want me to say. Because if I start saying they're a good ball club, that's pretty phony. And the people who do tell you that are pretty phony. There's not much to look forward to either on this team, considering how bad they've played. The players who have played well on this team is a 50-year-old Carlos Santana, a Whit Merrifield who you're looking to trade away, likely, and Salvador Perez. The attendee has two years left in a steal. That's tough. I mean, it's it's hard to even find bright spots in the losing. And when you get rolled by the Tigers and the Rangers and the O's, what does that say about your ball club? So how can the Royals salvage this season? How can they get back on track? If the track is 2022 playoffs, how can they get back on track? We'll talk about that coming up. But first, I want to say right now, but good friends over at betonline.ag. Bet online is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all of your sport action. Baseball's in full swing. You can track all the action at betonline.ag. Get the latest news, odds, info on your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and everything else you would like to bet on regarding sports. You can also bet on every single Royals game over there at betonline.ag. It's very simple, very easy. They have sports news. They have sign-up bonuses and contest, and contest information. Do not sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. As teams prep for their playoff runs, head over to the website or even use your mobile device and sign up today. Whenever you do and sign up at betonline.ag, you sign up over there, you'll get a 50% welcome bonus in your first deposit, a 50% welcome bonus in your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportbook expert, promo code locked on. To get that 50% welcome bonus, promo code locked on at betonline.ag. Get you a 50% welcome bonus in your first deposit, BetOnline, your online sportbook experts. We're back on the Locked On Royals podcast and the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I want to tell you about our good friends over at the Locked On MLB podcast. The Locked On MLB podcast is hosted by our good friend, Paul Francis Sullivan. You can call him Sully, though. He takes you across the landscape of Major League Baseball every single day. And you can hear the national coverage of baseball around the league listening about teams that are actually playing well. You can also listen to the Locked On Today podcast. The Locked On Today podcast is my go-to podcast for every morning. When I'm brewing that cup of coffee to start my morning, I listen to Peter Bukowski of the Locked On Today podcast, and he tells me everything I need to know about the world of sports in under 20 minutes. That way, I'm up to date on every single sport, basketball, baseball, football, hockey, everything, Olympics coming up, everything. It's awesome. It's a great pod. Listen to that one as well. And then, of course, we have a Locked On podcast for all your favorite teams. Locked On Chiefs, Locked On Royals, Locked On Mizzou, Locked On Everything. If you're an NBA fan, we have, of course, every single NBA team and a plethora of national uh, podcasts for every sport, baseball, basketball, football, including the Locked On MLB, MLB Prospects podcast and MLB podcast. So let's talk now about how this can be saved, right? There's no way that this team can make the postseason. They're not technically mathematically eliminated, but they might as well be. 
There's no way. However, shifting your attention away from the playoffs and into just the bare minimum, right? You look at the Tigers. They're 14 games out, and you're 19 games out. There's a five-game difference in between you and the Tigers. Now, before the year, I thought there'd be a five-game difference between you and the White Sox for top of the division. Not a five-game difference between last in the division and third place. So that's where that's where the, the season has come to. But if you can make up these games and you can start beating the teams you're supposed to beat and you can finish third place and you finish on a high note the way that you have almost every year, finish on the high note, which is full gold, and then you suck again the next year. If you can do that again this year, you can still have the hope for 2022. You hope the pitching bounce back you know, from the pitching prospect standpoint. You hope that Bobby Witt Jr. is ready. You hope that Nick Prado is ready. And then next year, you're looking at a lineup that features Benatendi, that features Salvador Perez, that features hopefully Whit Merrifield if you don't trade him, that features Nick Prado at first base, Carlos Santana at DH because Soler is out of there. And it's coming together, Bobby Witt Jr. and, of course, a healthy Alberto Mondesi, which they have not had all year this year. And when they have had him at, what, 7, 10 games, when they have had him, he's been fantastic. He's been an all-star caliber player. He's been a otherworldly talent when, they, when he's been healthy. Limited sample size, I get it. But when he's been healthy, he's been otherworldly. He's been, if you extrapolate that across the season, he would have been one of the best players in baseball. Could he have done it across the season? I don't know. Uh, but that's just what you have in Montessi on the shelf right now. If they can do that, then the offseason with a couple of minor moves again, you know, got to sign players and add players to this team. With a few moves, then the excitement can return. But if you finish 20 games out of first place and in the last place of the division, especially after the terrible start Minnesota was on and after the terrible season Minnesota's had, they've been awful this year, even though they were projected to finish second or first in the division, and how the Tigers have just dominated you. I mean, they, they, the Tigers have embarrassed the Royals every time that they've played. Finish last, there's there's no hope. Look, I was laughed at for thinking this team could make up the games enough to be second place in the division. Oh, you can't make up 10 games in baseball in one season. Try 20. Try 20. This team has to get better. Because there's not much help coming in the minor leagues next year. Now, there is better players down there but they're not going to be ready next year. Next year, you can expect to be ready. Your pitchers that you've already called up, Lynch, Coar, Bubich, Singer, uh, those four guys have to be ready next year. You can also expect Bobby Witt Jr. and Nick Prado next year, I think. I think that those two guys who just got promoted to AAA today are going to be ready to go next year for the duration or close to the duration of the season. That's all your help that that you're going to get in-house. And how much help will they be? You could see Witt struggling. You could see Prado struggling. It's natural. They're young. And if they trade away Witt Merrifield, who knows what, what will be on this team next year and what will happen. So it, it's just, they have to chip away, right? You, you cannot make up 20 games in a week. And in fact, you cannot make up 20 games over the course of three months. They will not win the playoffs wild card spot. They will not win the division. They will not do anything special. 
So getting that part out of their head will be good for them. Matheny stopped banging the drum and flipping the spread and trying to get these guys rattled up and trying to get these guys fired up to go chase a fantasy land playoff appearance will do this team greatly. It's no longer about winning big. It's about chipping away. Can Barlow be good? Can Stomont be good? Can, can Zimmer bounce back? Can all these things happen? Can you get some momentum heading into next year? Can you finish third place, but then have X, Y, and Z happen? Hunter Dozier starts heating up. Hunter Dozier starts playing the way we thought he could in spring training. Individuals now matter more than the team. And with individual improvement becomes wins. If you can get back to third place while having individual improvements, that's how you salvage this season. That's how you're able to make this season not end your hopes for next season. Because again, if you finish 20 games out, next season's done. You're not going to be a playoff team. Even with expanded postseason. It's just unrealistic to believe that they can make up all that ground. So you got to chip away on that ground right now. Prove you can do it. And that's it. If they finish third place in this division, I'll be happy still. It was a crazy-ass way to get there. But that means you've had two good months this year. Because you can't keep having bad months and get to third place. So that means you've had a great April and then, say, a great September. You put together two good months of baseball. And actually, it'd be two great months because you have to make up the ground, not just to win your games, but make up ground. So you've had two great months of baseball. And the next year, you're looking to build that third month. And with expanded postseason, three months of great baseball would get you to the postseason. So they can still salvage the second half of this year. It's just going to take a lot of effort, a lot of work, and a lot of changing of the habits. We'll see if they can do it on the field. Coming up, we'll talk about our good friends over at Built Bar as well as talk about the trade deadline. But first, I want to say right now, my good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar, extremely like a candy bar. It's incredible. They have so many great flavors, including coconut, cherry raspberry, uh, cherry barcia, raspberry mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. Every single person I know that's tried Built Bar loves them. My personal favorite is cookies and cream. But if you don't believe me, just try them all out by ordering a mixed box. That mixed box gives you two of each flavor. You get two of every flavor in the mixed box. You can try every flavor out and then reorder the one you love the most. Our bars have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. They're amazing flavors. They're great tasting. They're healthy for you. They're great for you. Try them out today. It's a, it's a protein bar, but it tastes like a candy bar. Try it out today. Cookies and cream is my favorite, so try that out. You can use it pre-workout or post-workout or even as a meal replacement. It's that feeling. It's that good. Try it out by going to bubba.com, using our code LOCKED15, getting 15% off your next order. That's LOCKED15, 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKED15. We are back with Locked On Royals Podcast on Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. Well, the trade deadline's around the corner, and the Royals 
can't even really capitalize off of their suffering, right? Like while being terrible, they also don't have a lot of trade pieces. I mean, Wade Davis sucks. He's not going to get traded even though that his contract says he should. Doug Holland sucks. He'll not get traded even though he's a kind of a rental. That would make sense contract wise. But again, he sucks. So no one's going to want him. Um, you know, none of these players, they're either too old or too young or they suck, right? So Barlow's good, but why would you trade away Scott Barlow right now? Jake Brintz is good, but why don't you trade away Jake Brintz right now? You just wouldn't. You're not trading away Salvi, who's good. You're not trading away Santana, who's good, I don't think. I wouldn't recommend that. I think that the ideal for next year would be having Santana go to DH, having Prado go to first base, and improving your lineup that way. You might trade Witt, but again, you cannot continue to sell 2022 if you do trade Witt. If you trade Witt, 2022 is going to be a pipe dream. Does someone want Gerard Dyson? Sure, but it's not going to net you anything good. Same with Michael A. Taylor. The team's not very good. Duffy is kind of your best trade target. You trade Duffy, it does not really impact 2022, and you hope to get back a couple good prospects. And maybe prospects who are close to the major leagues. Let me know what you think on Twitter at Lockdown Royals about the Royals trade deadline approach. Also, go check out Lockdown Bets. Betting on the Mobita does not have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, they get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's Lock of the Day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by BetOnline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts from. Until tomorrow, be good and be good to one another. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, baby. We're where you want to be. Baseball with the Royals. If you want to be. Baseball with the